Hello? Hi, you can hear me? <laughs> yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Finally, we get to do this podcast. How you doing? Good. <laughs> so you're just getting in. Where did you have to travel to? Um, well, I live in LA, so I had to drive to San Diego. It's like a two-hour drive, but I hadn't planned on getting here this late, so... <laughs> Okay, well, that's no problem. Um, trial and error with um, podcasts before I try to do it within 18 to 20 minutes. Seems like I don't have a problem with that. So uh, we should be able to get it done in that time. I got my time on. Uh, okay. So first of all, let's let the listeners know who you are. So introduce yourself, tell them your name, tell them where you're from. Okay, well, I am LaToya. Uh, my handle on Instagram is Oldfield and Pierce. I'm a chef uh, Oldfield and Pierce. That's my business. I do reviews on different restaurants. I do recipes, catering, and starting to sell merchandise. I'm originally from Hinesville, Georgia. Uh, born in Perry, Georgia, and Oldfield and Pierce is the name of my company is Ashley Street that my both of my parents grew up on. So that's where the name came from. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. My mom grew up on Oldfield Lane. My dad grew up on Pierce Street. And where exactly again? In Perry, Georgia. And where now? Perry. 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 Okay. Yes. So how long have you been out in LA? Uh seven years now. Seven years. And what what took you there was it you know occupation job school yeah um i was actually a healthcare traveler for about five years and okay can I, you hear you uh, can you hear me now yeah that's much better okay um i was a healthcare traveler for five, about five years after i got out the military and my last contract was la and i just oh. ended up staying so now I'm trying to get back to the South. <laughs> I didn't know that you had been in the military. What branch? The Navy. Okay, my sister was in the Navy too. How long did you serve? Uh, six and a half years. Wow. Yep. Okay. And just let everyone know, you married, single, have kids? I'm single and I got one daughter. She's 15. <laughs> okay. And um, I know that we connected through social media and yeah. we have just been vibing. Um, I think what drew me was food <laughs> because oh, well. you are a chef. So what's going on with that? And then what projects are you working on and what led you to um, desire to cook? What's your passion behind your cooking? Well, I've always cooked, always, always, always cooked. I always enjoy, enjoy everything to deal with food, whether it was cooking, trying different recipes, going to restaurants and trying different cu cuisines from, you know, other cultures that I never tried before, you know, and it always leads me to uh, meeting new people um, and learn more about people who are different from me. So mm -hmm. I always just loved everything about food because it was always the easiest way to connect to people, even if you don't know them. Mm -hmm. um, and you know I always been the, the cook 
So, you know, people was asking me favors here and there. And then I was, I got to the point where I'm like, okay, well, I need to start charging. (laughs) (laughs) No, it just became a thing where, oh, could you, could you make this German chocolate cake? Oh, I heard you made pound cakes. Oh, I heard you made cheesecakes. So (laughs) then I just decided, okay, no, I'm going to have to charge y'all now. This is beyond, you know, the favor point. So Mm -hmm. that's, you know, where it started. So I just started with cakes first and then it it went from there. So this year I made my one year anniversary uh, this past March. So now I'm ready to make, you know, to have an event. So I'm uh, looking at hosting my first brunch event here in L.A. before the year is out. Right now I have my GoFundMe account up for that. Um, I just rolled out my new or my first set of merchandise, which are my t-shirts. Um, wow. yeah, the t-shirts are called honestly good. Uh, and you know, the word honest comes from black. So, uh, and it was just a play on the word of honestly good and honestly good. And if you see the t-shirt, the t-shirt has different foods from all, uh, cultures that came from the African, uh, uh, African culture. Mm-hmm. So it has everybody from the uh, Caribbean, it has African foods, it has African American food, it has every all of our cultures in there. So you would see, you know, something that you see a lot of Dominicans cook or it's a few dishes on there from Ghana or dishes that are popular with African Americans mainly in the south. So I wanted something that represented all of us, all of our cultures. Okay. So that t-shirts for so right now I just have one color next color would be black so that's for right now that's what I'm doing and what's the current color uh orange Orange. okay yeah that's the color you see all the time on my uh social media I wear that shirt almost every day Yeah, anytime I go somewhere, I got that shirt on. That's right. That's how you market. That's how you make those sales and get that name out there. So where can they find that shirt if someone is listening and would like to purchase a shirt? Well, they can go to my website at www.oldfieldandpierce.com. That's O-L-D-F-I-E-L-D-N, the letter N, Pierce, P I. E-R-C-E dot com and they can go under shop and they will see all the merchandise there. All right. Okay, cool. And how old are you, Latoya? I'm 39. You're 39. All right. Uh, You said you love food and you've been cooking for, you're so skinny. You love to eat, but you're so skinny. I'm like, look at her. (laughs) That may be it because my daughter, she the same way. Everybody's like, she eats. And I say she, um, when, ever since she's a kid, I always made sure she was eating on something every two hours. She eats Uh and then two hours later, I give her a snack. Then she go to lunch. Two hours later, give her another snack. And then she is there. I was like, we've always just, I always just had her on a two hour schedule. And they're like, y'all just eat all the time. And I was like, maybe that's why we just don't, I don't, I don't know. I just, Metabolism. maybe that's why we don't can't wait. Cause we are constantly eating. <laughs> and I mean, if you see a lot of my videos uh, on my Instagram uh-huh. stories, most time when I'm eating, 
I'm standing up anyway. <laughs> I'm standing up eating right. or walking and eating. So you're burning energy all the time. I was like, that could be it. Because I really don't, at this point in time, I, I don't even know what the answer is. Look, we just... We just <laughs> Well, you look great, and so far, um, you know, I, I love to go to your page and just connect and see what you have going on. You're always posting, you know, gorgeous food. Sometimes it's things that you cook. Sometimes it's things that um, you, you have a good caption under it, and it's always engaging. I see your numbers going up, and I was Thank like, you. she thought about it. Thank <laughs> you. Looking at some of your stories, now you were talking about your fundraiser. Where can they go? What is your GoFundMe account name? And what is your goal amount? And what have you gotten to so far? Okay, my goal amount is $3,200. So far, I've raised uh, $400. And this is for my venue, the food, uh, ticketing, because I have to, uh, you know, it's going to be through, the ticket is going to be through Eventbrite. So they, you know, they take their percentage off top. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to cover everything to make sure I have oh. the venue. Uh, a lot of places here in LA, I have to have uh, like one or two security guards every 50 people. I wanted to have a 100 person event. So I would have to hire outside people for that licensing and so on and so forth. So that's, uh, I just wanted, wanted to be able to have my first event, have it covered, or, you know, at least some of the expenses. Um, and they can go, it's called Oldfield and Pierce's debut. So this will be okay. like my first coming out event. And if they go to my Instagram page, it's actually in my bio. Okay. And what other platforms are you on? Um, I'm on Facebook. Facebook is the same as uh, Oldfield and Pierce. And uh, my Twitter is uh, at the Peach Chef. Um, and that's about it. Yeah, I have Twitter, LinkedIn. Well, not LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Facebook. And then my website. Now I know where to find you on Twitter because I've been trying to put in at Oldfield and Pivot. So she's not coming up. Let me try her name. So I hashtag now. It's like, I know she's up here. So now I know that it's another um, tag name that you're going by. So I definitely have to add you to my Twitter account. Yeah, I was thinking it's my old Twitter. I just never, ever changed the name. Never. And I was like, okay, now that you say that, I might need to change it to my uh, old field and peer so people can find me. How did you come about your logo? I, I When I go to your page, you... Uh, you have particular colors. You have your your logo there. I believe it's a tree. Yes. What does that represent and how did you come about that? That tree is in front of my great-grandmother's house. And is wow. It's, uh, yes. It's like I if you go, I went on Google Maps because her house is never going to change. It's like the central... <laughs> Like if it's like the central meeting spot of that neighborhood. Like if people have block parties or if someone's lost, it's that tree in her yard that everybody identifies. And it's actually uh-huh. on, and it's my maternal great grandmother. So that uh-huh. house in the house next door to it, that's the house that my mom grew up in and up the street. That's where my dad grew up at. So 
it's like that street right there. That's where everybody's house is. And everybody, you know, that, I mean, that tree, everybody knows that tree. So I took that tree from her yard and I had someone make a logo out of that tree. So most people from the neighborhood or from that city, they see that tree. Oh, that's in front of um Miss Rose's house. It's like, yeah. Right. Yeah. So the heart, that's the history, the heart of your family. I get it. Uh-huh. What is it um, in your family that was like the recipe that you remember growing up? You you just love to have it. It, it brings you memories. And if you have one, are you now making it? Um, caramel cake. <laughs> that particular great grandma, she has a caramel cake. Uh, uh-huh. And she's all she she since passed. She just passed in the last few years. So both okay. my great grand because my other great grandmother lived like not even three four doors down from her, and she mm-hmm. passed like right before she did. So I had my great grandmother's way up until my thirties. So uh, they were she was always the person because everybody's made the, the caramel cake and everything, but she is the caramel cake person for that city. There's nobody touching that cake. So, <laughs> you know, I tried and tried to make the cake, but I'm like, I don't want to present it or sell it to anybody until it tastes exactly the way I want to sell it, to, for it to taste. How many layers did she do in it? She would do between five and seven. Isn't that, that's just old school. It's like now you get the Betty Crocker, well, for me, the Betty Crocker and, and, and the plain old two-layer cakes. But my grandmother is 103, and I remember those four and five-layer cakes after Sunday at church. And, I mean, they from scratch, too. And they just taste so good and so delicious and authentic. Yep. Um Right now, I know that you are shipping some of your cakes. What type of cakes are you shipping? Well, right now, I only ship the pound cakes because they don't come with any frosting or anything. So they're like still fresh. I don't have to worry about frosting melting too much. I'm not big on fondant. I like the way fondant makes cakes look because it has a smooth look, but I'm a buttercream type person. So... I don't really cover cakes and fondant too much. Not unless it's like for a show or a tutorial or something like that, but I'm the old school buttercream person. So, okay. Yeah, I like so uh-huh. Go ahead. So I was gonna say I like those kinds of cakes, but when it comes to buttercream, I don't ship buttercream. So I just cook the uh I uh ship the pound cakes and they come in either the Butterfield and Butter Glaze Pound Cake, the Bourbon Glaze Count Pound Cake, the uh, Blueberry Cream Cheese, and also uh, Chocolate on Chocolate Pound Cake. Wow, Blueberry Cheesecake, that was like ding, ding, ding. <laughs> so um, just a, a few quick questions. Do As a chef, do you have a KitchenAid? mixer <laughs> yes i do <laughs> it's like it's like a, it's like a must-have huh? and it's red oh you know what i actually want i want the rose gold one. Oh my gosh oh. get that rose gold one. Oh goodness it just came out last christmas i was gonna ask it hadn't been out that long has it oh 
I want that rose going so bad. Yeah. I may need to, I may need to get me on a GoFundMe for that one. <laughs> you would probably get it. You will probably get it. So I saw that I didn't want to leave the store. I was like, no. I understand. I said, I know as a chef, she has a kitchen A mixer in her house. Mm-hmm. Now, living in L.A., I know most listeners, anything that's connected with California, they always feel like it's Hollywood um, related. So being that you're there, um, drop some names of celebs that you catered for, uh, did private chef or did made some type of good meal for it. Drop us some names. Well, I haven't have done any big name people. I work with these other chefs, one of my other chef friends, and we did a networking event for Marion Ramsey. Now, you have to be old school to remember Marion Ramsey. She is a little black chick from Police Academy with the squeaky voice. Oh, okay. I remember her. I remember her. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, what is his name? Uh I can't think of the guy. His last name is Lopez. I cannot think of his name for it. He played Joanna Man. Remember Joanna Man? Yes. Oh, Miguel yes. Lopez. That's his name. So Okay, Miguel. Miguel Lopez. So, so far, that's been it. Just those two. I, we did a brunch for, the, well, a networking event for one person and a brunch for the other person. All right. And and what's your your five year plan? What's your dream goal as far as dealing with being a chef? Well, in five years, of course, I want my clientele to be. Uh, I want to have a very very solid clientele, um, mm-hmm. and I want to help other chefs because, like right now, I'm rolling out a program and I'm working on this program to help with uh, cost control when you are. Um, creating your menu because what happens, especially on Instagram, I've seen a lot of people who like sell plates out of their house, or you might, you know, have a little food stand or even a food truck and they just make a menu and the pricing is whatever they feel is right. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, if this person over here is selling a six piece wings for $12, I think I'm going to sell mine for 11 so I can look like a good deal. But that's how you make a good a menu. A menu, you have to price everything in. Then you have to take it away from the actual price you bought it for, the actual price that you're cooking it for, as in what's left after you chopped it down and everything. And then you have to do a markup to see if you're actually making a profit, breaking even, or if you come in up short. Because it's a lot of very, very, it's a lot of talented people on Instagram that that does food and that are chefs, but it seemed like they're just doing the same thing over and over and over again. And it's like, you kind of don't see, you see progress, but you don't really know if they're actually able to live off what they're doing. And I think that a lot of that is because everybody's just doing it and nobody really wants to do numbers because nobody really likes numbers. So, mm-hmm. you know... Everybody is basically uh, just—they're just coming up with a menu. Okay, this is what I think it should be. Boom, that's it. 
And what's happening five, 10 years down the line, they're still selling the same food. They haven't really seen any real revenue. And I mean, it, you know, I understand that we, everybody want to make some quick money, but if you're just, you're, you're selling it for maybe $2 over, you're never really going to get ahead because you really don't even know what you're making or what you're bringing in. So right now I'm creating something and I want it to be something that a lot of people in restaurants use also to where it's a program on Excel sheet that actually calculates the cost for them. So that way, even if you're not good at math, you can put in the numbers and it will add up the totals. And then at the bottom, it'll already have it marked up 30% if you want to do 30% markups. And if you want to change it to 40% markup, uh, 50%, so on and so forth, you can do that. And it'll be for every single item on your menu. So, And you said this is a training class that you'll be doing for young chefs or? Yes, I will. I, I plan on doing it for, for, for offering the class in addition to just having the program and selling them the program to where they can buy it, upload it themselves, and they would just put in, uh, like if they're using sugar, sugar, two ounces, two cents, and it'll just calculate what it is. So you'll be able to calculate your entire menu, keep it on file. That way, you know exactly, you know, where you need to cut back. What am I using too much of? Or am I really making any money? So I want to do both. And I want it to become like a permanent fixture so that, you know, small chefs to large chefs, well-known chefs, underground chefs, everybody has something to do those numbers for them. Because I can tell off top, a lot of people are not doing numbers. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's if everyone doesn't know that you're a brainy smurf. <laughs> that you're smart. Where did you go to school? Um well I went to Naval School of Health Sciences in San Diego. That was way back okay. way back when. Okay. And um you said that you're desiring or you will be coming back to the south. Do you know what part are you going back to your hometown? Um or what area of the South or you want to come back to uh, Georgia or either Texas. I have a friend. I just went to a retirement and a going away party today uh, for a very, very good friend of mine. He's going to North Carolina and North Carolina used to be on the list, but I'm not sure now. <laughs> you don't want to come back to us? <laughs> not sure now because I used to live in Columbia, South Carolina, and I used to go to Charlotte on the weekends because it was really close. And I was like, huh, man, I probably could do North Carolina. Not sure. But, you know, somewhere where Georgia isn't too far. You know, it just has, it has to be the South, though. I now, understand. <laughs> so what um, projects are you outside of your fundraiser um, or GoFundMe and your um, social event that you're planning is there anything else? Oh, I know what I wanted to talk about. That's what I wanted to talk about. The Winning Society. <laughs> it seems like you created a partnership or a um, connection with them. You love those wings. Tell me a little bit about how you found them. Um, we got a couple of minutes left. And what's that connection? Because you do a lot of advertising for them. Well, I love wings and everybody 
how's that? <laughs> so, I mean, I have people from way back when, even my friend back home in Georgia, he was like, girl, you're going to end up growing wings and just flying away one day. <laughs> but everybody knows I love wings. And see, we follow the Wing Society. I follow them on Instagram. They follow me. And, you know, one day I was on their stories and they were like, oh, we would like people to, you know, blog us or give us a good a review, come and taste the food. We'll give you free wings in exchange. Just uh, let us know what do you do and give us an honest review. And so I made an appointment. I was like, okay. So I went down, did my review and, you know, the exchange was they got a little bit of exposure. I got a little bit of exposure and wow. plus free wings. So <laughs> I was like, you know, it was like a win-win for all of us, you know, and you know, I didn't mind. And their 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 food truck is under a year old. They're new. So they uh they're really, really good. It's just that you know that first year is hard for everybody. Especially when you're somewhere like LA, where it's like a billion and one people out here doing everything. So, so how close are they to you? Huh? How close are they to where you reside? Um, they were like maybe 20, 30 minutes away because they're a food truck, so they're in different a different location like every day. That mm-hmm. day happened to be like 20, 25 minutes away from me. All right. And see what people listeners. If you're in LA, <laughs> if you contact Chef Latoya, she will come to you. She will come to you because she is posting things all the time where she's at. It's, to me, I kind of look at you as a chef, but I also kind of look at you as a food critic because um, you will critique, you will, you know, leave a review. And I even read the review on your um, your website about the Wing Society, and it was upbeat. It was exciting. Exciting. It was engaging. You made me hungry. I wanted to taste the wings like me. <laughs> so yeah, she will come to you if she, you know, within that vicinity, and she will check your spot out. So um, we got a couple. Uh huh. Go ahead. I said yes. I will. I'll definitely come check it out. I I actually um, love your page, and if you're on IG, please check her out. Um, give them your IG tag name again. Oldfield and Pierce. Oldfield and Pierce. And do you get a lot of um, collaborations up there? How, are you meeting other chefs? Are they connecting with you? Contacting with you? Yes, I actually have a contact in Chicago right now. Oh, okay. I was going to be doing, um, I had a little idea for an event or like a little tour where I go down, go around each city and highlight all the uh, black chefs in the area because most of us are underground or we're just in the background. So mm-hmm. I was going to, um, I was telling him what I was thinking about doing and I was, it, I chose certain cities. And just we just bumped into each other on Instagram, and he's like the go-to guy in Chicago for for all the uh, black-owned restaurants and chefs. I was like, okay, so That's I'll be looking cool. forward to that. I'm not going up there during the winter time. He already know I'm not coming up there. <laughs> Get stuck up there in the snow. 
was like, boy, ain't nobody's come, nobody's showing up. No. <laughs> that is awesome. Do you think that you would do a TV show or do um, episodes of cooking on like a YouTube or a TV channel? Is that Maybe you. Maybe you too. I don't think I want to do the whole uh, Emerald Lagasse thing yet. I ain't. I'm, no, I don't think I want to do that. Okay. And I know that when I did, I did an interview for those that are listening um, a few months back. I did a exclusive interview, and you said, "What was the name of the country um, that you would like to go to and have dinner? And what chef would you like?" To- yes. What did you say? Go ahead. I said, what was the name of the chef that you like to meet and what would you like to eat in that country? Oh, I think the country I said was, well, it was a city called Grotta, Italy. Uh-huh. And in Italy, um, the chef, of course, is, has always been Emeril Lagasse. Okay. I, I am old school. like it, I love Gordon Ramsay because his mouth has me dying. This man. <laughs> It, the things he says has me rolling, and I love to laugh. But I like the classics. I I love because er, watching Emerald had me like really got me into, you know, seeing the fun side of food. I, I used to love hearing him say "bam, bam, bam." <laughs> he is an awesome chef. I really like him. I it's a lot of them on the Food Network that I like. Um, I'm trying to keep this under 30 uh, minutes so that it will post with no problems. And right now we're at 2938. Um, I have enjoyed this uh, segment with you. We definitely have to do a a continuance or a part two. Um, You said that you're going to be having your event come this fall. Um, Hopefully we can follow up um, in the early autumn or the early fall and see what's going on. But I really enjoyed having you on the segment today. Thank well, you. Yeah, it is today. It's 2 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, so you always up. I'm like, I said, let me DM her just to see if she going to answer. Because I was like, it can't. she can't be up right now. Yeah, I, I'm up. I'm up. I, I, I'm always brainstorming, working, posting, marketing, doing platforms for my clients. It's, that's that's what you do when we, you know how you do when we have to get that hustle and we got to make that brand and that name for ourselves, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you right about that. You too funny. I was like, she is still up. <laughs> now, um, if I mean, it's still a little more questions. I mean, we can always cut this one and do a part two. That's up to you. Or we can continue in a couple of months and follow up and see how you are on your project. You tell me what you want to do. Um, we could do a part two. Uh, yeah, okay. we could do that. Well, let me um go ahead and close this one out. Hopefully, I I, I met my time, and um, it will post with no problems. And I'll give you a holler back in about ten minutes, and we'll continue because I do have some other questions, and I know some other things you would like the listeners to know about you. Okay. 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 All right. Thank you, Chef. See you in ten. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.